It's time for Larry No Sports. My guest this afternoon, he appears on HBO's High Maintenance and is the creator of the Bob Ross Challenge on Mashable.com. Give it up for Micah Sherman! Woo! And I'm your lovable host, Larry the Athlete Bang! <laughs> Did Micah, you say bang? I say bang now. <laughs> Uh, yeah! Yeah! Uh, we're, we're, we're on Zoom. We're on Facebook Live. Uh, I wonder if we could even... Uh, yep, I'm trying out Zoom's live features, and uh, this is thanks to the Armory. Uh, if you see this, you could join the Zoom conversation with the link in the, in the description of the live post. And we'll put you on and we'll answer your questions. If not, Micah and I will talk sports anyway. So, Micah. Now, if people call in, do they have to show their face or could they just uh, make an audio call? I think they could just do audio. As the Zoom host, I get to promote them to panelists if I want or just unmute them. It's, it's, Zoom is awesome. It's man. actually pretty I've cool. Been, I've been using Zoom so much the past couple of weeks. Great. Yeah. Um... I know people are using it even for like online dates. I think that's great. Yeah, Gotta... I should I should start doing that. <laughs> start dating. I mean, I I have a fiance, but uh, yeah, she doesn't know I'm up here in this. She doesn't know what I'm doing up here in this attic. Yeah, that's your room. It's pretty yeah, cool. It's is, a pretty cool this backdrop. Is where the boys play. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I am in a, I am in a legit attic right now. This is not just a Zoom backdrop. Right, that's not a virtual. <laughs> yeah, they their their choices are uh, tropical islands, the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge, <laughs> and attic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, scary attic. Scary attic. Uh, hopefully, you find some cool toys in there. Um, no kids here, so no cool toys. Lots of Christmas ornaments, lots of, um, uh, patio furniture, Mm -hmm. and just lots of boxes. Yeah, sounds like an attic. It it is genuinely an attic. Yep. All right. Uh, you know what else I like about Zoom here? This is great. Do you, do you look at your face when you're talking on Zoom? Um sometimes yeah i have to check in to make sure that like the face that i'm making is coming (laughs) and as you said that you froze hello you're frozen oh no screen though oh and we're back and we're back um but you can put your own you can put your own face right underneath your camera yeah. on your um on your computer and talk oh, at your face right. and your friend's face. Right. And, and that it looks w- like you're having making eye contact. Yeah. That's actually really smart. Instead of doing like this. Yeah, where you're like, uh. just another one of those uh I think Having done improv so long and thought about it so much, I I just like these things are like like when I'm when I'm like having a conversation like this, I'm looking at myself right now and I'm like, yeah, they they cannot be comfortable with how I'm talking to them right now. But like <laughs> right now, yeah, really feel like I see, it feels you, like I see your eyes like, right now. I'm uh, now I'm looking at your picture, which is slightly yeah. under my camera. Um, how do my eyes look? They look all right. They look okay. It looks a little bit like, uh, yeah, like uh, <laughs> you, you know, like when you when you meet someone who's cockeyed and you just sort of like give them the benefit of the doubt that they're looking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's like. It's like uh, it's like this. <laughs> that's that's the uh, menacing uh, look. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
But you do, you do have to keep checking in to see the other person's facial expression because that's that's the whole point of uh, having a video conference and not just doing audio. Yeah. I mean, maybe the, the best thing is to put the other person's face right underneath the camera. Oh, my goodness. How is that done? I'm going to do that. Yeah. Well, there's weird views. Oh, mm. yeah. I had you full screen, and now... Oh, you didn't gallery view now? Just a little bit... Yeah, is this a little bit better? It's funny. Now, I th it's a little less like you're looking directly at me. Yeah, I think it's better to put yourself... Because let's face it, you're going to look at yourself more than you're going to look at the other person. Yeah. You're just, you're just more comfortable with your own face, unless you're one of the 1% of people who um, feel weird about looking at themselves in the mirror. Do you know anybody like that where you're like, I don't want to look at myself? Uh, I do, yeah. I, I know some people who are like very, they can't, if like we're just out and they're, someone's taking a photo of the group, they just like don't want to be in the picture. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And are just. For sure. I know, yeah. My, especially, I feel like older women are like that. Like, oh no, I'm not looking my best. I don't know. I just have a house <laughs> coat on. You have a house coat on all the time. That's how I want. That's how I remember you. Yeah, you're the house coat person. <laughs> yeah, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, come on, Grandma. You're the, you're in your house coat. That's what we love. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Zoom, and that's what uh, that's what that's where we are today. Yep. That's Zoom. Okay. Yep. First, uh, quick topic: uh, Olympics have been officially postponed to 2021. I saw that. Yeah, I think uh, this is not one of those that you could play by ear, and it's got to be in the summer, right? So you got to postpone it a year. Yeah, and that's okay. That's why we have the Olympics every um, <laughs> four years, and not, you know, every single year. Yeah, that gives it, us is this, this buffer. Why? It makes it more special, but it also gives you a little buffer, and then they'll just go back to the regular Winter Olympics in twenty twenty two. Yeah, that that. Makes sense. I mean, this is probably mansplaining a bit, but mm -hmm. you're a man, so I can do that to you. <laughs> I can't imagine Japan. Japan's, uh, you know, construction uh, has increased during the pandemic, oh, and no. I can't imagine that Olympic athletes are training harder. Yeah, if they can't go to facilities and stuff. Yeah, especially things like. Um, wrestlers oh um, yeah basketball players yeah Any, anything yeah anything where you need another person yeah and it requires physical contact which is not track and field yeah not, not swimming i guess but you may not want to nope. be in a pool um yeah what's the story with the pool if somebody sneezes in a pool <laughs> where are we at then yeah uh I, chlorine? Chlorine should kill it, but I don't think I want to be uh, swimming in a pool with someone who has coronavirus. If you know the answer, call us up at yeah. Zoom. If you're a chlorine www.zoom.us. Yeah, follow me on Zoom and just and just <laughs> and just send me a Zoom. Uh, yeah. So uh, great. I mean, construction costs always kind of suck for the Olympic host and. This has got to make it suck more. Another topic, baseball. Uh, <laughs> so, right, let's... so let's say baseball comes back in May or June or July. Who knows? Uh, there's some talk that to fit in all the games of the 162-game schedule, they'll have to do a few more doubleheaders, and they're talking about doing seven-inning doubleheaders. Is it required that you play the 152 games? It How much is, is it? 162? Yeah. Not required. Then I don't, I don't know why you just played a seven innings. Right, right, right. The whole idea I mean, is... it's, it's sort of like, uh, you know who that, you know who you're taking that away from? The fans. The fans uh -huh. are being deprived of two innings because let's face it, who wins or loses a baseball game is fairly inconsequential. It's the relaxation that the 
at the ballpark and having a beer and doing the seventh inning stretch. That's the, uh, that's the fun part. I mean, I guess fans who just follow along for the records and stuff, but that's not a, Mm -hmm. but those fans would get the, uh, they would get 14 innings on those days. Oh, that saves on the players wear and tear. Not that there's a lot of wear and tear in baseball. Right. Yeah, I I imagine players don't like doing double heading double headers, but uh, it's got to be exhausting. Yeah. I can't imagine standing in a, in a in the hot sun in a field for. I mean, at least you get, you know, five to thirty minute breaks. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. like standing in a hot field for five to thirty minutes, fourteen times in a day. Yeah. For for a lot of like days in a row sounds. Um, I don't know. I wonder what their uh, yeah. I don't think do they would do it. They wouldn't do it every day, but so it'd be like nine inning games when it's single, and maybe once a week do a doubleheader. Just, if the math works out, I mean, yeah. I, I guess that works. Yeah. Why not just shorten the just shorten the shorten season? The yeah, I don't season. think they need yeah. all those go those. Because uh... then, what about rain delays? Like, if 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 two games are rained out, then you have to make them up on another on mm. another day, and then you got a triple header. Like two seven inning games and a nine inning game yeah. night game. I guess it's also for rainouts, or maybe they'll just—I don't know. Maybe they should do that seven inning doubleheader anyway. Where if a game gets rained out, you just do, and you need to use a doubleheader to reschedule it. And this is in normal years. Maybe you could do seven innings and seven innings, because eighteen innings is a lot for a fan to sit through, and so is fourteen. But it's easier. Um, yeah, or, um, I mean, it's the same team too, right? So you just play to seven innings, whoever wins, then, then you like wipe it off. Is there a break in between? You just keep going. (laughs) I think there's a break in between. Well, that's rude to the fans to just have them sit there and watch, uh, you know, the Philly fanatic do whatever he does, but I can't imagine he can sustain for, 45 minutes he's not yeah. a headlining stand-up no no he doesn't have 45 minutes of material to fill him I, I don't think so he's got like how many times can you see the presidents run around the field before you're like uh <laughs> yeah what's happening to me yeah yep. uh there's the presidents running around the field there's the sausages in the milwaukee park Sausages, sure yeah there, lots of things will run around the field yeah. once but people uh, like racing they do enjoy it. You know, it's the drama that, yeah. that we really appreciate. Yep. Or if you're at Yankee Stadium, you could see which subway gets gets to the stadium first. Exactly. That, that race. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Other news. Um, I just read this. The owner, uh, his name is Joshua Harris. He's some billionaire. He owns both the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils. And Yo, it... We shouldn't say this shouldn't be a thing. Billionaires, where you're like, okay, this guy's name is Josh something or other. He's a bill. Turns out he's the billionaire. <laughs> like, we should right. know who the billionaire in the world, right? Right. And there shouldn't be so many that you're like Tom Steyer. I never heard of Tom yeah. Steyer. He's running for president. And Why? Yeah, it's like it's a weird thing, like. Like it should I guess be Bloomberg, you... Gates, and and Warren Buffett, and then you're like, but like, who are these jokers with? Like, yeah, it turns out he's got three and a half billion dollars. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, the fortieth richest person or whatever. Not Do you even. You know that Julia Louis Dreyfus is a billionaire. Is she really? Yeah. Was she like through her acting, or did she like come from money some other way? Uh, yeah, she's an heiress. Oh really? What is she? Yeah, uh, um, let me look that up. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, it should be easier for people to move up the, I guess, the financial social ladder. Um, but it shouldn't. There shouldn't be just like this class of billionaires and like for who the fuck knows what they did. Right. Yeah. Um, Michael Jordan's probably a billionaire. If he hasn't gambled it away. Um, 
Yeah, Michael Jordan, I believe, is a billionaire. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine you could gamble. Where could you put down so much money routinely mm-hmm. that you're no longer a billionaire? I mean, <laughs> yeah. That man sells shoes, and he's the majority owner of a sports franchise. So I think he's doing all right. I think he's doing all right. Um, um, Tiger Woods is a billionaire, I believe, and Oprah's a billionaire. Yeah. And those are people um, you like understand how they got there. Oh, I totally. I watched it. Like, we all watched <laughs> yeah. those people yeah. become billionaires. Same thing with LeBron James. If he's not a billionaire yet, he's definitely going to be a billionaire by the time he's done. Yeah. A multi-billionaire. And I watched that entire thing. Yeah. And I was like, this is justified. Yeah, for sure. But Joshua, whoever. Joshua Harris uh, and Tom Steyer. <laughs> well, anyway, this billionaire who owns both the Devils and the Sixers, uh, he's, you know, a lot of owners have like done the right thing that they're paying their staff full time while these arenas are closed. This guy, however, uh, he's saying he's cutting their hours to a four-day work week. And I think he's the first to signal that he's going in that direction. I mean... Yeah. It's so unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. It's like, why do you want... Why do you want to be known as that guy? Especially if you can afford it. I mean, I I get he looked at his books and he was like, it's not worth it for me to pay people when they're not working for me. I'm losing money on the deal. Yeah. This is not a deal, man. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Micah, you're cutting out a bit. Don't know whose connection it is. Uh, how you... Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Probably my connection. I apologize. It's the it's attic. It's attic internet. Um I you know, I, I could be wrong. I don't know all that much about finance, but if you stop paying people, that depresses the economy further. So I really don't think I All of this is to not even mention the lack of humanitarian empathy that this man, Joshua Harris. Let's remember this guy's name. Yeah. Joshua Harris is a billionaire. Joshua Harris is not paying his employees. Joshua Harris is a sociopath. Pay yes. your employees. You are now a famous billionaire, Joshua Harris. Congratulations. Good job. Good job. I know you are along with LeBron James, Oprah Winfrey, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. So... Julie Louis Dreyfus's father was Richard. Um, <laughs> Richard Dreyfus? Not Richard Dreyfus. I'm sorry. Um, Gerard Louis Dreyfus. Uh-huh. And uh, he's the great grandson of Leopold Louis Dreyfus, who's the founder of the Louis Dreyfus Group. He was, he unfortunately passed away in 2016 and was worth $3.4 million. Now I don't know where that went. Mm-hmm. Three point four billion, you said. I said, well, I may have said million, but I uh, meant to say billion. Right. So I imagine that uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus is, um, you know, we we also have watched her become a millionaire of her own accord. Yeah. You know, she is a uh, she is a. <laughs> A, a star comedic actress, like one of the best in history. So like, let's mm. not kid ourselves. Um, yeah. Not to say that like being a good actor means you should be a billionaire or even a millionaire for that matter. Um, but I see how the, uh, I see how you have become such. Yeah, exactly. Based on supply and demand. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's all. That's my extent that's, of macroeconomics, yep, right there. Yep. She supplied. She supplied comedic <laughs> talent, and we demanded it from her, and yeah. therefore she has. <laughs> yeah, she has we did. Money. 
Yeah, there was a demand for us to be entertained, yeah. and she was the supplier of that entertainment. Uh, we have a right. uh, we have a attendee. Let's see if this attendee wants to talk. Uh, Rob, if you unmute your microphone, you could get in the conversation. Uh, but maybe you just want to watch. Hello, Rob. Hello, this is Rob from Texas. Hey, Rob, what's Hi, Rob. happening? Yeah, I thought this was a sports show, you jabronis. I come in, you're talking about uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. What's going on here? Oh, is this not to your liking? Oh, yeah, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, I guess, is not an athlete. No, I mean, obviously, Orioles fan from the uh, you know Seinfeld days, but... Yeah. Really, what's the link here, you guys? Come on, I came all this way from Texas to watch the show. Rob, uh, yeah. Rob, my friend, she has... Very simple, very simple. We were talking about baseball. We were talking about billionaires, and mm-hmm. Louis Louis Dreyfus is a billionaire who's thrown the first pitch out at I'm going to guess a number of baseball games. Yeah, definitely a number zero is also a number. Keep that in mind. But uh, yeah, you, I guess you could be right. What number? She have, number zero is it? It was also a number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, look, Rob, Rob. Uh, you know, an athlete is a is a very general term. And I think you are being too specific to maybe the four major sports when there are lots of <laughs> things that can make somebody an athlete. Such that, as, that is true. Mathletes, mathletes. Mathletes are athletes. Yeah. Chess mm-hmm. is, is always listed under sports. Scrabble. Golf is covered on ESPN. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Rob, uh, what, uh, what kind of sports do you want to talk about right now? Do you have a question? I, I, I would like to talk about the Houston Astros cheating scandal. If you uh-huh. guys would like to, uh, you know, go into that at all. Yep. Yeah. What's your take on that? I, I think they're downright dirty cheaters. Downright dirty. Yeah. Um, and this, I think they brought this on the world. I definitely agree. Yeah. This is God getting back at the Astros. Yes. Not the rest of the sinners. It's just the <laughs> Astros who are causing this pandemic. Well, Let's back it up. What all started this was the Cubs winning the World Series back in uh, 2016, right? Mm-hmm. That obviously created a rift in the uh, space-time universe. Right. Because the universe so was, was set right, up so they, right, they could never win a championship. Was right before a certain election. Right before a certain election. Oh, yeah. 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 And now the Astros cheating scandal has created another rift yeah. in the space-time universe. So hey, hey, hey. Baseball is the key to it all here, people. Rob, Rob, this is a sports show, not a conspiracy oh show. Come on. <laughs> right, Rob. Let me yeah. take, I, my aluminum foil hat is on too tight, too tight. No, I'm going to put mine on right after this. Trust me. It keeps you healthy. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I mean, hat making is a sport. I'll give you that. But, uh, basket weaving, yeah. yeah. yeah hat. Uh, what, do you know that, is it a joke, underwater basket weaving, right? You major in college in underwater <laughs> basket weaving. Have you guys ever heard that? Or like uh, glass blowing, I've heard glass blowing i mean I'm, I'm sure anything is possible you know if you put your mind to it you know underwater have you heard basket. of that that phrase underwater basket weaving yeah i've heard the phrase yes and it's not very big here in texas but uh is it big anywhere like coastal areas you know right does anybody actually make baskets underwater I'm, well, I'm sure, like Micah said, any number of people do. That number may be zero, but again, you know. <laughs> right? Zero. Oh, okay, because zero is yeah. a number. Yeah. So I'm zero sure people are doing it. Right? I just wonder if it's like an old Maori technique, or I'm sure. Uh, what's it? The, the magician guy, uh, David Blaine. Blaine. Yeah, he probably did something like that. You know, underwater. Hey, if we're talking magicians, I only want to talk about the amazing Jonathan. Um, sorry. Well, let's go. Let's yeah. just let's just follow where this is going. Let's talk about amazing Jonathan here. Let's go. Well, let's talk about comic relief too. For <laughs> first of all, because this is a sports show, so let's talk about <laughs> magicians. I mean, sports have numbers in it, and uh, comic relief was trying to raise a number of dollars uh, for the homeless. Yeah, I'm sure some athlete gave money to uh, comic relief at some point, right? Yeah, Whoopi so, Goldberg. Yeah. Well, regarding the Houston Astros, I think I've said this on this program about baseball and football but if if studying the other team is cheating i think that's a weakness of the sport and the rules of that sport i think i'll I'll agree with you there i think you know knowing teams tendencies is fine i think when you involve you know 
electronic devices to communicate those on the field. I think that's that's where it gets into the gray area or black area, if you will. But yeah, if if you're if you're dealing in black and whites, but yeah, yeah. no. I, I, Michael, we're losing you again. Yeah, Mikey, you're cutting out a bit, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, if a guy is on second base and he's seeing the signs the catcher is giving and kind of signals that to the batter, I'm fine that. that's I'm fine. fine with that. That's okay. cool. Uh, so just no electronics. Yeah, I think I think that's just a, the next level. And you know, I hate to get into like the purity of baseball and right thing during no hitters and you know when you're allowed to rush the mound and all the unwritten rules. But <laughs> yeah, I feel when, like... when are you allowed to rush the mound? <laughs> what is the rule for that? When it's the pitcher's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're well, allowed to talking. give the pitcher a hug and say happy birthday. <laughs> All and then it's so many misunderstandings throughout the years in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Then you go back to Bull Durham, you know. I mean, obviously it was a pitcher's meeting, not a rushing of the mound, but it was almost uh-huh. just best, like a nice wedding gift, you know, for uh, for someone, you know. Lots of misunderstandings in baseball. Everyone should just assume the best. But yeah, I think the uh electronics just takes it to a whole other level of right. I guess unacceptableness if you will well i've i've got a i've got a couple of responses to that idea one is that in uh first of all everything's electronic these days Mm -hmm. um so you know football football coaches wear a headset the whole time and they're talking to people with a bird's eye view which they wouldn't have been able to do in so the forties, the the natural progression of sports technology, in interesting, interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I do think that that is the case, and that we're going to become more and more um, like instant replay mm-hmm. in football and basketball. I think we're going to see more and more of that. Do they have instant replay yet in um, baseball? I obviously do. don't watch that much. They do. They do. Yeah. yeah. I don't know exactly the rules of how it's implemented. Do you have to call for a challenge? I know home runs have them if they're close. Yeah, uh, I think there are. I think any home run is automatically under review, um, and usually it doesn't need it. And then there is a challenge, and I, there's probably a certain set of rules for what you can challenge. But they're not written down anywhere because it's baseball. No. So yeah, I feel so. Tell me what you guys think about this idea, because. And then I'll, I'll get back to, well, the, the other thing I wanted to say about the purity of the game is uh, anytime you get into talking about the purity of something, I feel like it is on its last legs. Yeah. It's, it's like, a bunch of people trying to like, hold on to the past. Yep. Kind of like, yeah. kind of like uh, our political system. <laughs> yeah. Like the phrase that I'm thinking is purity of the white race. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's it's very so, it's very uh, close. It's like to... nothing good is coming from purity of anything. Right. Right. You're getting close to saying "Make America Great Again" type shit. Which is maybe where we go. I mean, you guys are talking about seven inning baseball games. You know, maybe this is this is the wave of the future to you know modernize it, bring it in there, speed it up. Honestly, you guys were saying like, you know, who's going to watch a 14 inning game? You know, it's hard watching a nine inning game. People, it is hard. Yeah, it is. So there are rules now to to speed it up. They changed some rules around the relief pitchers. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I think I think there's something to it. I think that uh, the NBA has been um, pretty good about um, evolving, but not evolving too quickly for fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they did all this year, what they've done with the shape of the um, lane. Um, with mm-hmm. defensive three seconds, with um, the uh, charge circle. I mean, all these things they've, they've dealt with as as um, as the players have evolved and as techniques have evolved, they've adjusted the rules slightly to account for that, whereas uh, baseball has stayed pretty rigid. And I think as a result, it's kind of started to lose um, fanship, and I, I think the same. I could be wrong about football, but I think the same is true about football. In compared to the NBA, or compared to the uh, MLB, uh, compared to the NBA, the NBA is growing fanship yeah. throughout the world, whereas those two sports are, may, are at least 
maintaining, if not losing fans yeah. just here in America. Well, I think part of that as well is um, obviously the NBA, they do a really good job of marketing. And, you know, Larry and I, on the occasion when we have, we have met and personally discussed this, like who are the superstar baseball players right, right. now? Like, like there is no one that's really, there's no Ken Griffey. There's no Barry Bond. There's no one that anyone really knows. Right. Uh, it, it's, it's a problem with just with MLB as a whole. Right, like if you saw, yeah, Mike, that's true. If you saw Mike Trout I can, I, walking down the street, would you recognize him? Exactly. Yeah, I no. would. Yeah, and and that's crazy too because they just are wearing hats. It's not like they're even wearing masks like football exactly. players. You know yeah. what I mean? But I can I can definitely name more football players mm-hmm. than I can. I mean, I'm mostly an NBA fan, but I can name more football players than I can name billionaires, and I can name more billionaires <laughs> than I can name baseball players. Right? Really? Now. Yeah. Wow. Um, Mike Trout. Mike yep. Trout is one. He's... Um, exactly. <laughs> is Coco Crisp still playing? <laughs> no, but uh, he's not, a, he, not he's the, the American best. baseball leagues. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, oh. Um. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is there one. There you go. Okay. Yep. I almost said. Mike you, had, you had to reach for that, though. Yeah. Again, it's not like yeah. nothing like tip of the you know tongue players anymore. And I don't yeah. know whose fault that is. Is that on Manfred? Is that on the teams, the individuals? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Scout reportedly is not a very like uh, gregarious kind of guy. But who is not? Point, Mike Trout. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not his fault. I don't think. Yeah, it's not his fault exactly. But yeah. that's something. Yeah. So, but he also he's like market me. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know what baseball's got to do. I, th- I think it's just like it's not a game that uh, is tailored to like short video highlights, even and um, and requires you to kind of like be watching the whole long thing, and that's just not good for the kind of like digital social world we have now. Say that, the opposite, uh, if, like that you could kind of disperse it down into some key moments in the game rather than, you know, sitting through nine innings. Uh, NBC sports actually has a great job with uh, soccer highlights. You know, they'll distill a 90 minute soccer game into, you know, 11 minutes and it's not always the goals, but it's also, Hey, here's some good buildup. Here's yeah. some good saves. So I think, you know, if MLB had better, I don't want to say digital teams working as well. They could maybe do that as well with their, you know, highlight yeah. programs. If just embracing new media. Yeah. Or just... take us, take us into the dugouts. I mean, they're not doing <laughs> anything in there and it would, it, it would be great to see the players um, like backstage as it were, you know, where they're talking to each other. And, and, and I think that's where we have to get away from like the whole, like, if you understand, if you are, eavesdropping on the other team's strategy then mm-hmm. then that's cheating mm-hmm. um it'd be great to have cameras all over the dugout so we can go online and just see what aaron judge is talking about at any particular time well even that's the nfl you know with uh even the nfl with all the you know the bali contact stuff they managed to keep players mic'd up during the games at least excuse yeah. me that's a yeah thing. yeah I don't know. It's it's it still feels like the signs or the play calls that's just like intended to be from one person to another person. Yeah. Um, get better at it then. Get better. Use like <laughs> encrypted devices. So you're saying we need, just need new technology? Right, maybe we've new got a smartwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Catcher could send I the mean, call over to the pitcher with a smartwatch. Exactly. Leave Google it, Glass. Leave bring back Google Glass just for uh, baseball players and have some kind of overlay. Mm. What about autonomous augmented reality? Autonomous drivers in NASCAR. Yeah. You and go. you can leave the analog play calling to people that are playing stickball and you know <laughs> playing like recreation, um, you know, softball league stuff. They want to take it seriously or whatever. Yeah. And and let's get with the times. If if the NBA is like TikTok, then baseball is like a fishing trip with your dad. Right. You I don't have I don't have that app. Nobody's nobody's putting their 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 fishing trip with their dad on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? It not to say that a fishing trip with your dad isn't a nice thing. Uh huh. It's just not the future. Right. People would put that on Instagram. 
It'd be like, fuck me, me and dad. Fishing I'm not liking that. <laughs> <laughs> Are there fishing influencers now? I wonder. Like, well, fishing yeah. is... Yeah, there's got to be. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, there's, the, there's bass fishing shows. Yeah, it's a, it's on ESPN. Have you seen the size of a dick? That's the one thing still airing on ESPN right now is bass fishing. Or, uh... What's that, Micah? Cutting out again. Uh... Well, anyway, um, uh, uh, coming, coming back. Yeah, yeah, there you are. No, I, I think you're right. Fishing is very ah. popular, and it's yeah. something that you can. It's something that you can do with social distance. Mm-hmm. It's true. It is a very uh, lonesome sport, if you will, out there alone in a boat or on the shore, yeah. just hanging out there with your thoughts and selfie stick. <laughs> yep, you could attach a camera to your rod. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. You still talking about fishing here, Larry? Uh, what? <laughs> when were we, when were we talking about fishing? <laughs> uh, I get the double entendre, but I also get like, are we still talking about fishing? <laughs> hey, there's no sports going on right now except pro wrestling. <laughs> I honestly did not think that we were going to get into fishing yeah what what do you let's let's talk about pro wrestling for a second because it is the only sport that is maintaining its schedule right right are they are they testing properly because i I have somebody i know somebody who works for amazon and he was like make sure you wipe off everything (laughs) that you're getting from the outside because yeah we have protocol and we're not following yeah it's good to know after i receive many packages yeah because i don't think like (laughs) If you had, if we had like ubiquitous testing, which is I think what you need, then we could do a little less social distancing. Like every employee that goes into the like shipping, the shipping facility at Amazon has to pass, you know, test that they're not positive for coronavirus. Uh, otherwise, they have to take the day off, whatever. So you know you're not getting packages and that. And uh, if every like wrestler was being tested before getting into a match then you know it's not going to spread in there. And I don't know if that's happening because if one wrestler gets it, the whole WWE is getting it. I feel like wrestling is like the old uh, elementary school chicken pox theory. I think they're playing <laughs> like, let's just get everyone infected, get it over with. Yeah. Like uh, Boris Johnson was trying to do in the UK until they finally talked him out of that, I guess. Yeah. I, I honestly think that you're right because this is a private organization yeah. and the CEO can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Isn't Dana White UFC guy? He's one of the other ones still going as well. Or they have they? I don't. Know, I don't know if they're still going. Actually, yeah. um, I thought they, I thought they were, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So WWE actually like so they're having all their shows in uh, their performance center in Orlando with no fans, just a camera mm-hmm. crew. Still dangerous, uh, yeah. especially if they have a battle royal. I would imagine. Um, and they, uh, they're they taping WrestleMania this week, which is going to air, I think, April 5th. Um, so between that, uh, the AEW, which is their biggest competitor, mm-hmm. uh, they just filmed a show in Jacksonville with no fans and may continue to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's in Florida as well. And then you had the Spring Breakers not <laughs> listening to anybody. Florida is about to get fucked. Like it's got to be everywhere there. Which yeah, there was a heat map I saw recently where everywhere else was like you know a normal shade of like normal progression, but Florida was just all red. It's like, yep, here it is. We have brought it upon ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's... they're gonna do the Bugs Bunny kite off into the ocean move, I guess, and uh, <laughs> let, it, let it sail off into yeah into the sea. That'll be some social distancing. Yeah. Well, but I think Mike has a point there, I guess. Yeah, the CEO, you know, wrestling, it's not like a, uh, a publicly shared thing. You know, it's a company. It's an organization. I guess if they're going to infect everyone, yeah. It's a calculated risk that they're taking, and I get it. Yeah. The problem is that if you willfully put your staff and your employees in harm's way and they die in that process, yeah. you could you could be tried for manslaughter and um and that that's not to say the financial repercussions of your 
mm-hmm. of you being sued by your entire workforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Well, you know, to play devil's advocate here, I guess, you know, the wrestlers don't come out of their career super healthy to begin with, I guess. So, like you said, it could be a calculated risk here. I'm either going to die from some kind of bone from degeneration CTE or whatever. Brain damage. Yeah, exactly. Or I'm going to get uh, coronavirus and they're weighing their you know, paychecks and their family against, you know, just long-term viability. I get it. And I don't blame yeah, No, it's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a tough call though. It's, it's, it, it is interesting that they're going forward with it while mm-hmm. every other uh, entertainment. I mean, besides the news. Right. And that, yeah. that could be an argument. Too. Like you have, yeah. You have sole control of the airwaves right now. If you're going on there, you could take over ESPN, Fox sports, NBC sports. This is the only game in town right now. And so everyone, this is, I mean, but this is how we get President Camacho later on, right? So <laughs> we already have that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it. It's it's going to be really interesting to follow what happens with them over the next couple of weeks, yeah. and then I think even more interesting to see what happens over the next few months as far as the balance of, um, you know, how much how much influence these uh, wrestling organizations have over um, entertainment and just thought in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Larry, I would recommend uh, marking down your calendar for your episode, like a month or two from now to uh, circle back on this wrestling situation here. I will. Absolutely. I mean, I'm going to be following it. I'm going to, I'm going to be analyzing it, digging deep, uh, live watching and live tweeting. I'm going to be, I was, I was dead wrong about Tom Brady, so I could be dead wrong about this. Maybe it's not going to be interesting at all. Yeah. I I think at some point somebody in some wrestler is going to have the virus and then then they're all kind of fucked. But it is the kind of... If there was good testing, they could kind of isolate the wrestling community and like then perform their sports kind of in quarantine. But that is not the situation we have. Right. Well, I mean, maybe the NBA can lend some of their tests to uh, the WWE. That's true. The NBA seems to have plenty to go around. So Yeah, the NBA was able to kind of test everybody. And maybe yeah. they could start their own um, their own wrestling federation. Yeah. Because that's yeah, the only they, safe sport. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I haven't been ta- paying a lot of close attention to news stories. How are we doing with testing in the United States right now? So uh, the amount of tests we performed daily is definitely increasing and it's like i think okay now but it's still not at like what south korea was doing where they were just like testing everybody they still can't like if you have only mild symptoms you're not able to get a test well reopen america yep (laughs) u.s and a uh all right Let's talk some uh, NBA draft because it's possibly the NBA offseason. Uh, <laughs> you could you could stick with us, Rob, if you're if you're down. Well, no, no, Rob, there, like... a first time listener, first time president here. This is an honor to be here. Yeah, uh, I'm curious how long the show usually lasts. We yeah, we're probably we're gonna wrap up by twelve because okay. everybody everybody needs to get lunch. Is that a Greenwich Mean Time or is that a <laughs> uh, twelve in Greenwich Mean Time minus four? I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll stick with you guys here for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to go for another 18 hours. Yeah, we're going to get, uh, yeah, just in a few 18 hours. Let's I mean, see yeah, if you I guys, could. You guys could be the whole sports talk, you know. Oh. Hey, do you see my oh, screen? Oh. Look at that. Oh, hey, that's, what that's, do we got that's, here? That's, 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 this is a uh, right. mock draft, huh? Well, All right. Look at this. I'm looking at your retargeting ads there, uh, Larry. Oh, yeah, nice. what are you shopping for? <laughs> Some new sheet. I mean, it's tough times, Larry. Everyone, yeah. everyone goes to the Macy's lingerie section every now and then, I guess. You know, yeah. Online. You know, they're not making, uh, with all the quarantining, they're not making any new... Uh, New adult videos, so I gotta resort to like some of the <laughs> some other means. Yeah, hey, I respect you, Larry. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Attach a camera to my rod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a uh, simul like this is the order that teams would fall in right now. And I know one of those names. Which okay. one? Which one do you know? 
Uh, Lamelo. Lamelo Ball. And the only reason I know that name is not because of basketball, but yeah. Well, you know, because of his family, I'm, I'm yeah, guessing. Exactly, yes. Who are bass. Big you baller, know. big baller brand. Big baller. Oh, you know, you know from the big baller brand. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. Let's do our own mock draft. We could use this as kind of a reference. Um, I'll have... Uh, We'll go me, Micah, Rob. So as these teams. I'm drafting as the Warriors. Um, yeah, I see why they want a center because that's kind of their position where they don't have anybody. I'll, I'll go with what it says here. I'll take James Wiseman. Uh, Micah, you're drafting for the Cavs. Okay. Um, so a couple things here. One mm-hmm. is do you guys ever look at the height and weight of the players and go, oh, okay, like this is like how much I'm supposed to weigh? I think height I'll look at, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm looking at Cole Anthony from North Carolina right now, and I'm like, uh, I'm an inch taller than him and, and 60 pounds heavier. The mask, yeah. the mask isn't matching up as close yeah. to I think I'm like, uh, I'm getting close to 184. On, on bad days. All right. So there's a few players that I do know yeah. here. Let's actually um, yeah. <laughs> I do know LaMelo Ball, and I'm interested that he is he is projected to go fourth, which I've seen on a, a, a number of different mock drafts. Mm-hmm. Seems high, right? Seems very high. I've seen him go high. as like high as two. Yeah. I And I was under the impression that he was actually a better prospect than Lonzo. Really? Um, so... Yeah, that I don't know for sure. I'm sure, like, some people would probably say that. I know he he consi- he's supposedly has the same like passing awareness and amazing and and amazing passing. And six seven is really big for a point guard. Um, and just similar to Lonzo, he can't shoot threes or has like terrible <laughs> form. Supposedly, like he's like a little kid who like has to like put their elbows out. Yeah, you know, kind of like force the ball. So you're comparing yeah. very strongly here to to Lonzo, then. Yeah, he's just like Lonzo. <laughs> like Lonzo is pretty good, though. I like Lonzo. He's, he's pretty good. I don't know if he was ever like whatever. He get drafted top five, top seven. I think he just two uh, over. Dad's been his dad's been coaching him his whole life. He's only eighteen and a half years old, and look at those numbers. Yeah, that's a great stat line. 20 points, nine rebounds, and eight assists. Yeah, he's like so he's a, playing in Lithuania, right? Or, or Australia? Australia, yeah, I think. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's, he's playing against professional basketball players. These guys are playing against, uh, damn, James Wiseman, 30 points. Come yeah, on. Yeah, but he played, <laughs> like, he played like two games in Memphis. Yeah, he did. I, and I, I remember watching him play. I think that's a good choice. I went to the University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know... I, I I don't know what the Cavs are doing to rebuild right now. Yeah. Um they've taken um guards in the last few drafts with Colin Sexton and um Darius Garland and neither of them really are setting the world on fire. I'm going to go LaMelo Ball. I yeah. think that uh yeah, I think he probably has a lot of uh a lot of upside. He's pretty skinny right now. If you put a little muscle on, he's 6'7". He could grow taller than six seven. He's got decent handle. He knows how to score. Yeah. Uh, knows how to pass. Just needs I'm gonna to, go with Lamelo yeah. Ball. If he gets that shooting, he'll be an all star. All right, Rob, you're drafting for the Timberwolves. All right, let's see. I'll do my best here, having no knowledge of the Timberwolves' needs at all. Uh, let's see here. So they're predicted to take a small forward to three here. Uh, the guy they're predicting. Yeah, so they have D'Angelo Russell, so they're definitely not going point guard. Yeah. Um, Can they and... draft a new city? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Minnesota is, or Minneapolis is a good city. I've heard good things. It's on yeah. my list of places to, uh, you know, visit when, I, when the Texas ranch needs to shut down here. But... Yeah. I'll Wikipedia it. <laughs> is Minneapolis good? 
Turns out no. <laughs> Turns out, yep. Who does uh, who do the Timberwolves have in there too? Is it uh they have anyone decent there? Um, they have uh he was a he, he was a rookie this past year for, from Texas Tech. Mm, Culver. Culver. Jared Culver. How do you do? Decent, uh, I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah, just like, you know, okay, yeah. he's a wing guy. Um yeah. I feel like then, you know, maybe the move here is with Anthony Edwards then dropping to, to that three position, yeah. maybe grabbing, grabbing him there, get that production. Six fives a little short to move into that three if they need him to rotate in there, but uh, it, it could work. 25, he could, he could bang down there a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll do that. I'll, I'll, I'll let Anthony Edwards slide to three, and I'll take him then for the Timberwolves. It seems like a Go good dog. Go dogs. <laughs> uh, all right. Then drafting at four, the Atlanta Hawks. Lamelo no longer available. Lamelo's gone. Edwards they gone. gone. Definitely do not need a point guard with Trey Young. So why were they predicted to take a point guard? Yeah, I, I don't know. This draft is stupid. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess Lamelo's size, you could put him into that too, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I think a, you want him wiry, to be he's a, a six, he's a wiry six seven as opposed to a stout six five. So right. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't see those two. Like if Lamel, like if Lamelo was still on here, I I don't see him and Trey um, lining up well. I mean, no they're way. Both, they're both good passers. They're both scorers. I mean, it it it's kind of redundant. Yeah, mm. and they're both like they need the ball in their hands. They're like primary like traditional point guards. I mean, not traditional necessarily, but they are the ball handler for sure. So yeah, that would make no sense. Um, let's see. Creating a revolutionary offense here of, of two point guards. Just Yeah. Um, let's see Denny. He's an Israeli player. Uh, stats seem solid. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say I know much about him. I assume that red on points means he's lower than the median here or the, uh, yeah, I, I suppose so. Seems like he's pretty neutral. Get some assists here, but yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take Denny. All right. Detroit. Um, uh, who's even on Detroit these days? <laughs> uh, hobbled Blake Griffin. Oh yeah, Blake Griffin. And that's, um, that's kind of it. I'm going to go with Cole Anthony, surprise mm. pick here. Uh, Greg Anthony's son playing for North Carolina this year did not have a great year, but was injured for part of it. Yep. Um, plus, I grew up in Chapel Hill, so I'm going with the Tar Heel. Cole Anthony, number five. Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that pick. Uh, he was at one point like in the top three, so seems good. Rob, you are drafting for my beloved Knicks. Don't fuck this up. More than they have already in their past uh, 20 years. <laughs> yep, there's I, always room to get worse. Their ownership. Yep, yep. <laughs> Let's see here. So that was, uh, Dolan. Yeah. Go, Michael. I wonder if Dolan would take Halliburton because he thinks he works with Dick Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. He's like, ah, oh, they're good business. I've heard of them. Those are billionaires so, so, I've heard of. Uh, so Brian, as a, or Larry, as a super fan here on yeah. uh, the Knicks, uh, what is, what's your take? What are their needs? I would, I would love to get Killian Hayes at this point. Um, I hear great things. He's, he's French. Yeah. I, I would also like the the all French backcourt of him and Nilakina. See, that's how you get you uh, stop the opposing teams from stealing signs because they'll be talking to each other in French. The other players, generally not mm. Frenchmen, now you're good. It's actually not a terrible. Yeah, it's interesting. Thought. Yeah, you need a French coach then as well. Who's who's the current Knicks coach? Not not a French. Yeah, coach. current is interim coach Mike Miller. Uh, the French, I guess, uh, Gerard Depardieu is going to have to be their coach next year. <laughs> or maybe, right, well, uh, well, uh, uh, he's international. Where, where is Hayes playing right now? 
Um, the Ratio Farm Ulm, which I don't know what that means. That's that sounds German. Probably some Euro team, some Euro League team. Sounds like a medical startup. Yeah. Uh, Ratio Farm. Yeah, yeah. I will. Uh, you know, it looks like you know. Obviously, going with this draft mock draft here, best available again, just sliding mm. down. Uh, Is Anthony uh, Edwards still on the board? No, he was taken. No. By yeah, the I Wolves. Took, I took him at a uh, three. But uh, yeah, let's yeah. take uh, Killian there. Yes, good, I love it. Good slash, good slash player, good build. Yep. Nice, nice ball movement, looking like. Yeah. All right, let's see what happened. I would, I would absolutely, I would love it if the Knicks got him at six. Uh, all right, seven. I'm drafting for, I'm drafting for the Bulls. Um, let's see, the Bulls have they have a bunch of like. Decent young players, but no superstar. Um, yeah, they, they do. Who and Zach Levine? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's a superstar. He he could be a good number two. I feel like he's he's like, I mean, he puts up twenty plus points a game. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I'm a little lower on Zach Levine as an overall player. Hmm. Mm. Um, I don't know anything about Halliburton. I don't trust Halliburton. Larry, we need some uh, YouTube hype clips yeah. for the next uh, mock draft here. Yeah, Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll arrange that. I'll <laughs> yeah. go with uh, Isaac Okoro. Auburn, I feel the burn. Nice. We're, right. going, we're going freshman international heavy here to start off, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I guess no one drafts the uh, the four-year Tim Duncans anymore. No one. Some so, people do. It's a relic. <laughs> they usually go like around like late first round, I feel like. Mm. I mean, yeah, the first um, picks here are all international up to sophomore. It's a youth movement. Maybe that's why the NBA is so good. Who knows? <laughs> I gotta go. Um, I think I gotta go Halliburton here mm-hmm. for uh, the Hornets, just because I always feel like they're a young team. Who do they have right now? So they have uh, uh, Rozier, Terry Rozier, Devonte Graham, who's had a nice season. Um, yeah, everybody else kind of sucks. My, I liked I mean, Miles a- Bridges. Yeah. He's a sophomore. He's 20 years old. A little bit more experience. I like that. Mm-hmm. He could probably play behind Rozier for a season. Yeah. Um, wasn't Kemba Walker a sophomore or junior when he came out? Yeah, I, I, I think he was an upperclassman. Yeah, he from thrived. UConn. In Charlotte. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go Tyrese. Mm-hmm. You're going with the billionaire son, Halliburton. Yeah. I mean, I don't... At this point, I'm like... Like, even if you are a college basketball yeah. fan, you still, like... There's... There's so many international players. Which is awesome. Yeah. Well, supposedly this is not... Uh, a great draft year. Mm, yeah, then yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Halliburton <laughs> just because it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> great. That's what they're like the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Rob. The... Yeah, like who cares who the Charlotte Hornets take? <laughs> yeah. It's not like they're gonna do anything. Uh, Rob with the Washington Wizards. Where are you going? Oh, is that what that logo is? Okay. Yep. the The Washington Wizards with the blue basketball. Uh, clearly, really brand recognition there. Uh, I like who they're predicting here because he's clearly from New Zealand. Uh, mm-hmm. But I feel like you know it's time for a little a little reach here. Um, let's see, they haven't predicted for a one-two kind of pick. I'm liking I'm liking them reaching here for maybe Maxi. You know, get that Kentucky lineage. I know they were having a uh, mm-hmm. before this wall went down. Having someone NBA ready, I guess, is good. Um, 
Ooh, Olympiacos. That's way down there, though. Let's not reach that far. Yeah, let's, let's do that. I'm going to reach for uh, Tyrese Maxey here and uh, hope that pans out. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. Um, all right, and rounding up the go, top we'll 10. Back-to-back back Tyrese's there, I yeah. guess. On oh, yeah. A little yeah. run. Yeah. Um, um, Tyrese's to draft here. But uh, yeah, no, I feel like I feel like that's that's good. I feel like you know you want to get a good college player here. Yeah. Help your uh, team. I don't see any more Reese's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Suns to finish this off, they don't need a point guard because Rubio's fitting in well there. Devin Booker, mm-hmm. they got um, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, let's get. You know, I like. Florida State players have become like versatile, uh, defensive-minded players, kind of like um, uh, what's his Ward. name on Orlando, the Charlie Ward. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, ooh, on former Orlando, Nick, former Nick Great Charlie Ward, former Nick Great, yeah. Uh, actually, he was former, former Heisman Florida Trophy State winner. quarterback Charlie Ward. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go with Devin Vassell here. Um. And that's our draft. Ward win the Heisman? What? Charlie Ward did, in fact, win the Heisman. Yeah. All right. Spurs. Wait, are we still going? <laughs> if you want to make a quick oh. Spurs pick, but then we got to, then I think we got to go. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to go with the highest uh, ranked international player and go. Uh, did you go RJ Hampton already? Did we, did I think he's still we available. Oh, he's available. <laughs> Yeah, I think we got to go with uh, Hampton here. Hampton to the Spurs. Man, the Spurs, that's another weird thing about this year. 2020 has been weird. The Spurs yeah. are um, not in the playoffs, right? No, which would be the first time since, like, Duncan was drafted, I believe. Right, right. When David Robinson was injured. When David Robinson was injured was the last <laughs> time they weren't in the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. Think about that. And that was before he retired. He won a championship after that. Yeah. So Um, are you arguing that this... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robinson still won a championship. This was before Robinson won a championship. Yeah, he won it with with Duncan, right? Yeah, that first one. And then retired. Are Duncan and um, Magic Johnson the only rookies that have, like, kind of led a team to the championship? Their um, rookie season. I. That's a good trivia question. Yeah. Bill Russell. I don't know if, in fact, he won it as a rookie or not. Um. But yeah, I mean, that sounds. Sounds right. I can't think <laughs> of anybody else, right? Yeah. I don't know if Kawhi was one. He wasn't leading the team, but if he was on. He won a championship as a rookie, or it wasn't until he, he didn't because he uh, when he was twenty one. Yeah, I, I don't believe. Maybe he did. Oh my mm-hmm. god! I know he won like in his third year, where he was the Finals MVP. But doesn't he only have two? I think that's correct. And both are, uh, and both times he was MVP. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's no. There's no player that has won that has led three different franchises to the championship and right and and uh, as like the most valuable player and like he had a chance to do that this year and next year and so will LeBron has that chance as well. Mm-hmm. Um, would have well, been a fun NBA playoffs. Hopefully, we still get something. <laughs> all right folks uh rob thank you for joining us anything you want to plug rob uh stay at home shelter in place all that good stuff yep. Not, yeah that's that's it rob, rob's plug in safety uh micah anything you want to plug? flatten that curve baby let's do it let's flatten that curve me too flatten that curve and if you really want to flatten that curve you should follow me on social media and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. That'll flatten the curve. Uh, all right, folks. 
That's all for this Armory TV Live edition of Larry No Sports. Have a good night.